Hello, welcome to the Gamers Table, a podcast discussion of tabletop role-playing games, war games, movies, books, and various other game-related topics. Be warned, this show contains some explicit material that may not be suitable for all audiences. Hello and welcome to Gamers Table. My name is Eric. This is Mike. This is Dan. This is Mark. This is Jason. And I'm Sean. This week we are going to talk about bringing non-gamers to your game, whether it be uh, someone who's never gamed or maybe gamed before, somebody who, an observer or participant in your game who really isn't a gamer or has no real gamer history. Essentially, someone who's going to ruin the evening for me. Interlopers. We've had plenty of instances of this there's all through the you know 20 some odd years that we've been gaming a lot of girlfriends a lot of yeah so i mean i uh, wouldn't say a lot of girlfriends but it it, it has happened yes i've been dodging mine she's been begging me to come and sit in on a whole wednesday night and i keep telling her i thought she just wanted to listen to the podcast no she wants to do all of it Oh, she maybe she just wants to hang out with Mike. Okay, l- so. then let's start it that way, Sean. So you're saying your your girlfriend is wanting to actively participate or just observe? Bear in mind, she will be listening to this. At some I point, uh, I'm not really sure. She just tells me that she wants to come and sit in on because our she's Wednesday curious because she, she doesn't understand. Yeah, she's what's never going on. sat through a whole night of it. She okay. came that one night when we were gaming, I think, didn't she? Yeah, she was. But here she night. she's never sat down on the podcast. And the night okay. she came in, everything stopped. Yeah, pretty much. And that's generally what happens happens. when you have a a spectator, whether it be a girlfriend, wife. uh, If generally most of your gaming group, you know, with some exceptions, are going to be all guys. And having someone sit, you know, especially a woman, female, and especially someone, you know, if, if, if your gaming group's like a bunch of teenagers, a girlfriend sits down, attitudes change where you're not being yourself or you just kind of feel like you're kind of on the island. Everybody turns into Rajesh Kutherpali. Well, I'm sure it would be a different different, uh, (laughs) way of uh, looking at it if she was actually had a character and she was actually gaming in the group. But but we've tried that before. I mean, there's been plenty of times where we've had so-and-so says, I'm going to bring my girlfriend in and we're going to make a character for her and we're going to play. And she's not a gamer. It's just one of those things where she doesn't want to not be hanging around with him or vice versa. I can remember doing it. Was at your parents' house. Okay. Sometime in the last, it had to be in the last 15 years. And I believe Brian's wife sat down to play. And it seems like there was someone else there too, but I can't remember who it was. And it seems like we had maybe one or two of your girlfriends at some point sit down and play with us, but I don't remember who that would have been either. Mm, I don't know. And that would have been years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But I but, mean, it, it, with not getting entirely too specific though, the, Trying to involve them in the game can sometimes be kind of a daunting task because uh, when you're sitting down at a table now, let's say, well, let's just start with trying to get a non-gamer actively participating into your game. Because we all pretty much agree that having spectators is a bad deal. Oh, I yeah. totally agree. It brings everything to a screeching halt. Was, I think you've got to stop every five minutes and, and uh, explain things or, uh, you know. Yeah, well, that, that gets to... The reason why I don't think it generally works out is because if you bring in, let's we'll call it a third party whose only attachment or investment in the game is another person in the game and not the game itself. That's when things kind of start to break. Uh, the best example I have that it was it's too bad Greg's not here tonight it's because uh, when uh, I was in college, he was still in high school. He was dating this girl named Amy, and uh, she used to come around our weekend uh, West End Star Wars games. No, he wasn't chasing her. They were done. They were they were already together. I think he was running Star Wars at the time, and he broke up with her not too long after that, and we were all pretty sure that he, Greg had broken up with her so he could play Star Wars in peace. 
<laughs> without having to have her stop by or hey, hanging out. It's all priorities. Right. And right. The, everything came to a screeching halt when she was there. It was like she was a likable girl. Regardless, it's the it's breaking that intimacy that the gaming group has. Let's not use intimacy with a group of men. <laughs> well, it, but that's what I it would, is. I disagree, Mark. I, I think there there is a certain intimacy to this. Well, it's it, a lot of there is. Uh, we, it, we share yeah. things at this table that we wouldn't. I made a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was lost uh-huh. on Jason. But yes, it, you're breaking the, the the trust factor. You're breaking the intimacy. You're bringing somebody in who you're now not invested with, and now they can make judgments about you. Right. More times than not, the person coming in and watching is if they if they're not a, if they're a gamer, they would probably already be sitting at the game. Right. Right. So they're not gamers. They don't understand the game, and now they're looking at you, going, "What are the these guys doing? This is really, right. You know, and so you don't want to get too into your character because now you're feeling like. Kind of, um, I'm being a little ridiculous. I'm playing pretend, and she's watching me. Well, I don't think any of us have been lucky enough to find the gamer chick to be our girlfriend. I mean, I think that was because when we were in the dating scene, I don't think they existed in the way that they do now. That's Gaming true. Is, is much it's more. That's true. It's, with it's definitely now. changed than it did when we were yeah. in our. Uh, late teens and early 20s for sure. Yeah. But I think our first experience in gaming, period, you know, the first time we sat down to play a game in junior high and there were preps sitting to our left, skeezers or whatever you want to call them, sitting to my right. Okay. And we didn't give a crap that they were sitting right that close proximity to us. We played and ignored them. But I, I think before that, gaming had a negative okay, stigma? Let me, no, let me, that, that let was, that was, we were right in the middle of it. Then we got to high school. You guys wanted to play at lunch and I didn't want anything to do with it because yeah. we were in high school. And I was trying to get myself headed in a different direction and maybe try and get laid at some point sooner rather but than later. But you didn't stop gaming. You didn't stop no, gaming. I stopped gaming at school. So behind closed doors, you he went in the closet. Right. He wasn't right. an I was totally gamer. The, I was right. totally in the closet. I, and, and I and I look back on Very that. Good. I, look, I look back on that with regret. I do because I was basically ignoring my friends. I was don't don't feel bad. That game was <laughs> crap. Well, <laughs> that's true. The, the, the guys that yeah. you were playing with were guys that we I had, never we played had the, with. The stuttering DM, right? The, yeah. the stuttering and it wasn't DM. Just a little stutter. It was a major stutter. <laughs> and his, but his his skills. sister was smoking hot, though. I do <laughs> then remember you that. Should have come to game. But anyway, uh, she didn't game. I don't believe. No, she did not. And she was young, much younger than we were. Yes, she's which my, meant something to me. Not really to Sean. Yeah, I say no. y'all. Hey, you know, so, stop this now. But I think the first time we sat down to game. Somewhere outside of school was probably at your kitchen table or in my basement where my mom would frequently come downstairs to do the laundry. Right. Or my dad would come downstairs just to mess with us. Sure. And as soon as they'd come downstairs, we'd all shut up. Right. Or or my sister would come downstairs. I would like to point out Jason's parents still don't approve. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think my mom and dad really. I care. thought you say they, no, they tried to get you to do approve. other things. Oh, back then they did. Right, now, thought, now they know it's, it's I too late. You, as it's recently as like a few weeks ago, <laughs> we've lost him. No, they, no, that's one of those. They just don't care to remember that this is what I do on Wednesdays. <laughs> my mom still. If I if she called me at four o'clock this afternoon, she would say, "Are you going to Shiloh tonight?" No. I'm not going to Shiloh. I don't go to Shiloh. I go to Shiloh maybe once a month, and it's on a Monday. It's not on a Wednesday, Mom. <laughs> so anyway, no, I, I don't think. I mean, I'm sure if you really asked my dad, he would probably say, I don't really want him to do that no more. No, I don't want him to play <laughs> no games. But I don't think he really cares. Right. But anyway. It's gotten I, to I know, the point where he's accepted your, uh, your lifestyle. Yeah. I think if I brought it up to my parents, my dad would assume that it had something to do with Star Wars, but he wouldn't know anything else about it. And my mom would probably ask to play. <laughs> okay. Which means we have my my uh, my sixty two year old hippie mother trying to play. And I think the only parent we've played with, I think your dad has sat down and played with us, Eric, a little bit. 
I don't I mean recall. very little uh, bit. So okay, so now we're, you know if you're you're talking about you know like breaking that that sanctity that 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 intimate bond that everybody at the table has, you know. So let's say you're playing at a shop. That's one of the big risks of playing at a shop, especially if you don't own the shop, you know, or you're not a an employee of the shop or whatever. People coming in and sitting down, especially if you have someone at the shop directing gamers your direction. Yes. You know, and then now you're you're like, why is this person staring at me? I know they're going to want to ask to join or whatnot. They could be gamers, but then you're you're you still have this cohesive group that is trying to be penetrated. The first time we gamed down there at the shop, you, Eric had gotten us to come down and play by saying, "You guys need to come down and play with us because we need to show these guys how it's done." <laughs> Now, that's that's yes, Mark. I'm looking at you. That was calling you guys out, and I, I, I honestly think now that was just Eric's way of trying to get us to come down and play. I don't really because when we got down there to play with you guys, we had a blast. It was fun. Yeah, but that was Dick. walking in the door. <laughs> that was walking in the door and playing with a bunch of strangers. And in that kind of situation, that's more of a. I am yeah. going to show you, you know, that, that we are good at this, and, and it's, it becomes a kind of a game of one-upsmanship when you know when you're playing with strangers like that. Nerd one-upsmanship. And, and, now and now, a, yeah, and, and now we're broad. now we're all a pretty tight knit group of friends, and and so you know, kind of getting back to what we were talking about, though, um, having somebody sit down and play the game. Now let's kind of take it in a different direction, rather than how bizarre that moment is. What about somebody who is not a gamer, is interested in the game? wants to sit down and game with you so you say okay well come on and sit down and i would never do that what would i mean what what means I mean, how, how would you get somebody who is not a gamer interested in gaming you would have to start something brand new from scratch yeah you can't bring somebody new into a like an existing campaign yeah if you're like eighth level D D, whatever and, right yeah. let me give you an example of that okay. something that has not happened yet quote unquote don't jinx us. On our Monday game, on our Monday game, our friend Lucky said the next time we start up D and D, he has a friend that he wants to bring in, and she has never gamed before, but she's interested in it. If she knows Lucky, she's hot. <laughs> well, but that's re- that has nothing really to do with it. Sure it does. But Jason thinks that's a value add. She okay. could she could be a terrible role player. But see, the but thi- she, if she looked good, I'd be okay with that. See, but the I would thing not. was. We've had, we've, had, we've had people on that Monday game. Remember, we had uh, a guy and his girlfriend sit down, and we were pretty sure she was a stripper. Do you remember those? I, I don't think I was there for that. I don't no. think I was there that particular time. I would say I don't think Jason would stop going if that was the case. <laughs> Do you remember that, Mike? I believe so. It was some guy. His name was like Tony. He was a bouncer at one of the clubs. Oh, oh yeah. Right, 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 yeah. Right. Should have just threw a dollar on the table and see if she jumped. Yeah, and we were pretty <laughs> sure that she worked at the club that he bounced at. Yeah. yeah nice. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't think she'd jump so much as she'd stuff it in a little right. purse. I think we've gotten to the point in our gaming where we could incorporate some people like that, you know, and be able to roll with it. Some people just don't have that, that comfort zone. I don't do well with new people. You don't do well with people. It's not new people. It's people, people. <laughs> I think we could just we could just focus that in just he doesn't do people. Yeah. Yes. That's not well. Do just people. People. Right. He should, be, like, he should uh, be living in a cabin. Sending uh, mail uh, of all the, 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 the random flotsam that's tried to join our our games over the years, the only one I liked was Alex. Yeah. And, Air Force you know, guy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And I didn't like him right away. Was we we kind of had it would take well, four or five default. games to. I'm sure you probably didn't like me right away. I'm still not sure. <laughs> <laughs> that was a softball right there. <laughs> I, I only use you to hang out with Mike. All right. <laughs> so all right. Um, well, I think a part of it is most of the enjoyment of the game is 
the people that I'm with. It has very little, if anything, to do with the actual game itself. Right. So when you're bringing somebody new in, that's somebody new that I have to create a bond with yeah. to get enjoy- the, the same level of enjoyment out of. Right. Well, you definitely couldn't bring in a, a total noob, a guy who's never played before, on a really complicated game. You definitely probably wouldn't want to do it on like Aces and Eights no. or Where Hero. Or but but that, I don't know if that necessarily matters See, because I'm, you're going to have to game explain. No. You're going to have to explain whatever you do. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, a but game I, like that is like something he can actually see himself doing, right? You wouldn't want to throw him into something too fantasy. That's what I mean. That's what oh. I'm, no, I'm talking about. Uh, you're talking about the, rules. The mechanics? Talking, yeah, I'm talking about rules. Yeah, how, how complicated the rule set can be. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if you have a game master who knows the the system, well <laughs> yeah, enough, walk him through it. You could run it. They could run it seamlessly. You know, all right, roll this dice. This is what you need. My, I guess my point is, you don't want to overwhelm them. You don't want to get them, throw them into something that's just like, oh my god, you got to have a trigonometry degree to do this. Well, you yeah. want to start them off simple with something like D and D or. You know, but D and D is pretty complicated now. Uh, you still a, don't know the rules. I'm, if I was, the, <laughs> no, I don't care to know the rules. If I was the game master in that situation, I would still pick of, of all the games that I've played in the, in the intervening years. I would still pick to start a fresh gamer with a fresh game, either Western Star Wars or like Second Edition White Wolf. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. So I could still create characters for those game systems in my head. And that's that's something that that I was going to say is I think that if you're going to pick a system. Probably one of the easiest systems would be a White Wolf game. A socially driven game. A socially driven game where they all they have to do is act out their character. They right. don't have to worry about rules. You know, that, that game system is set up so it's it's supposed to flow very right. easily. You know, well, there's not a whole lot of stop, you need to do this, moving miniatures as well. You know, that's that's nice. It gives you a visual rep- representation of what you're doing and in, you know, in the world that they're in and whatnot. But, you know, we all agree that that's really not the bones of role play that's just right i would actually like to see a whole show dedicated to the the advent of miniature use in rpgs because that's a fairly recent thing yeah yeah because we never used to use miniatures we have a miniature sitting we didn't even used to have like a big mat back in the day you know you just you'd be lucky if you had a a slip of graph paper that was all we did i know it was graph paper right scrap maps we totally had to imagine where our guys were in relation to this or that yeah so i think that bringing in somebody new that kind of a game, White would Wolf, work. or I would say a true twenty based game, because you only got one dice to worry about. That's yeah. everything's always yeah. it's always well, I was going to say in addition to yeah. your role. I was yeah. going to say mutants and masterminds would yeah. be perfect for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, that's you, because it's the perfect easy. Game. Well, it's like, I don't know about mutants and masterminds, but it's because you know, there are so many options involved. Well, you'd have to have yeah, pre-generated characters. But everybody likes that. Yeah. Or use a use a template, a template, a template character yeah. for any game for a new player. I usually recommend a template character. Because it's a lot easier to kind of wrap your head around. You don't have to sit there and try and figure out how to make the guy. Even the uh, the Shadowrun character I'm playing now, Special Ed, is just a a, a tweak of the uh, smuggler from the main book. And wildly politically incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. At least he's not called, you know, the Tard. Right. Or something like that. That's right? his brother. Yes. <laughs> as far as, like, spectators go, you know, I'm trying to recall where we've had that problem, you know, and I know that... Uh, I, I know that that would kill a game. Yeah, just having I, I like somebody. Your, your example of when your parents would walk in the room. Because yeah. even like my parents were always cool with us playing. Oh, and Never had a problem with yeah. it. We would play at the kitchen table. My mom would be in the kitchen 
Yes, cooking I, and whatnot. I, I remember that. I remember we, playing Shadowrun. Yeah. I know. She's got there baking in something. your kitchen. Yeah. And yeah. your mom and was making us grilled cheese. Never had a problem right. with it. And I think in other households, it was always it always seemed like it was something taboo. And, you know, it's like, oh, we can't talk about it. It wouldn't happen in my house. Dad would get the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> we played at your house a couple times. I don't think so. Yeah, we did. Really? Yep. Because one remember. night we left, I left this at your house when we were playing. Really? Yep. Jason is holding up a giant thermos cup? Yep. <laughs> no salukis. It's actually so. not this. I have two, and I got it back. So, oh. All right. Now, th- let me put it this way. When it comes to bringing in non-gamers, is it easier to bring in someone younger? So, say, let's say somebody, you know, hey, let's play. Like, all right, for instance, Jason, when you got your cousins to play, you guys were pretty young. Yeah. We were all, well, we're all about the same age. So. Yeah. And, and, I mean, so it's, it, 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 is it impossible for people in their 30s to get new gamers involved Hmm. i think it would be this would probably be along the lines of mark's problem with human beings (laughs) is that uh we would i think we would have a hard time right now incorporating a say an 18 year old kid playing in our game yeah i would say probably maybe 25 and up you got to be out of the house you got to be yeah yeah you got to be at least a little bit mature which i know we're all fairly immature because when when uh, well that's why we game is so we can get this out right, of our system right right As, you know I'm I'm the youngest one here I was like Dan I think you're only like two or three years older than me everybody yeah, else is six or seven years and older Sean's than me like, and Sean's like 50s. a grandfather yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only twenty one yeah, yes. so I've always had to seek he'll be, out he'll be forty one next month by the way <laughs> so anyway but looking back when you f- first started playing at Twilight how old was Woodside. Uh, Woodside was barely out of the, uh, you know, his off his mother's apron strings. He was he was like seventeen or eighteen, right? And yeah. I think I was twenty two, maybe twenty one. Yeah. So I mean, it's not it, when you're talking about in a game store or comic store setting, yeah. it's not outside the realm of possibility that someone younger will sit down. They've got to have a lot of balls yeah. to sit down with a group of older guys. Oh, and he, say, he had balls because he, he had the uh, he he had the the whole. Uh, What's an appropriate term? Moxie. Uh, he had the just because uh, I like that word. The uh, the wannabe. Uh, he was gangsta. He was gangsta. What? Yeah. When he, when he first showed up, yeah. he had he was like kind a of street. I do remember. He that, had yeah. like an all green Adidas, you know, tracksuit and his <laughs> Adidas hat that he still has. That's awesome. And, uh, so he went from gangster to metrosexual. Yes, yes, he did. <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally metrosexual. Wow. College had a serious effect on that dude. Wow. Why do I get the feeling it just turned into Bash Woodside? All it's always Bash yeah, Woodside. It's, it's just a matter of what day it is. But that's because we love Woodside. It would be creepy right now if we had an eighteen-year-old in this basement with us right now. Right. I would feel like a creepy old dude. Right? Really? Yes. Well, is that because we're in a basement? No, it's because we're all in our 30s. And you have popsicles? But see, I don't have that hang-up. I, I, I don't really feel that way. What about I don't you, either. Let's, it's let's, a generational thing. Okay, but let's say, all right, let's put it this way. What if, and this has happened, where Mike's youngest brother has joined us in a game. Then that didn't feel weird at all. Which one was... John. 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 We played. We played. Uh, John's okay, but that's because he's into the same things as we are. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's, but so he's, so uh, an eighteen-year-old. He's, yeah, he's family too. To Mike. But I'm yeah. saying, what if somebody's cousin, eighteen-year-old cousin, who's into Star Wars, Doctor Who, whatever, and says, "I just found out that you guys game. Can I sit in and and, and play?" Chances are, we'd be okay with it. Yeah, well, I guess to, to my point, what I was saying is, uh, like, if you brought somebody, so you're saying just like hanging out up the shop, or some, we put out an ad on Craigslist right. for gamer. 
He uh, would not no. do that. <laughs> I always want to do that. We, I don't think we would do that here because twenty-one-year-old female, blonde, female gamer, willing gamer. to hang out in our basement. We have a limited. Whoa. Yeah, we we kind of have that problem with the other podcast. Comfortable too. in a ball gag. <laughs> yes. We have a limited amount of space at this table, and I think I don't think we want to start bringing people in. No, but, no. but I, I think uh, your brother Sean asked me about having people play with us one time. This has just been a couple years ago. Apparently, a guy he works with is into gaming. He mentioned it to this guy that he works with that I game. This guy's looking for a group to play in. Okay. So Sean's brother says, can this guy come play with you? And I basically told him, no. We're comfortable the way we are. Right. We don't want some guy coming in and playing with us. I think, well, more importantly, the group tends to get a little bit large. Right. Yeah. I, I, think, I think we're optimal right now. Yeah. This is yeah. a perfect number of people. We can, we can make a group that's well, well balanced. Yeah. You know, you can have Even a couple of fighters. On the other, on the right, other we never do. That, though, is I feel sorry for that guy. Because what if he moved, you know, let's say he moved here. Well, this, this, guy, this guy would live like 45 miles from here. Oh, so it's so not he'd like he'd make a long trip right. to, just to get here, just to play. Right. Which means that he's willing to drive an hour to go and game, which means he probably doesn't have a game near him. And he could just as easily drive to a larger metropolitan area to find a game. He's, he's as far from our town as he is from your town. Okay. Well, so, I, I can understand that, you right. know, but maybe he's want, he doesn't want the game shop experience. He wants a more intimate group, you know, home game experience. I'll, I'll call him tomorrow. No, I'm not suggesting <laughs> that. You, no. I, all I said was I feel sorry for that guy because no, I agree. Yeah. Through, this, through this podcast, I have discussed things with people that I would never have discussed things with, and a lot of people who listen to this don't have their own game group. Right. And... I feel bad because I, it's like, you know, we've got this, and sometimes I think we take it for granted. I, I think – oh, no, I agree. I think we got a good thing here. But I also think that we can sense each other. I, I run into – like the first time I met this guy at work, the second that I met him, my gamer dar went off. And right. I knew he was a gamer. Right. They're out there. No matter how small your community is, there are people playing games. It's just a matter of just putting matter yourself of out there, which is sometimes kind of a, finding a daunting them. And that's where Craigslist comes in. Craigslist. No. Yes, I'm, I'm still saying we do it. I'm still saying we do it just for the experience. It, 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 we'd have to find you know, a, a, neutral, a neutral location. Yes. That would be some place where you could never find us we again. We could always do it for the Monday game. Just see me hits I, you I get. kill you. <laughs> that would be awesome. Get a Craigslist gamer group going. That would be so hilarious. <laughs> we could use the conference room at the hotel. Hey, now. <laughs> it's getting personal. <laughs> I'll rent it. So, all right. So <laughs> Trying to get rid of me. We all pretty much agree that spectators are bad. Whenever you want to bring somebody who's not a gamer into the, into the game, it's generally better to do a less oppressive rule set something loose sure and I, i'm not saying i'm completely opposed let's say sean's girlfriend did want to come down and sit down and watch us one night right i'd be all right with that well she already sat and watched us play once but did she really sit down and watch us play that long she wasn't here very long it was she was only here like right it was just a bit 20 minutes but, but she's wanting to sit in through a got... whole night and i was like i don't know that's Bad mojo. Well, I guess I, there's, I, a, there's I, a vote for actual play, and then she could listen, <laughs> and then really decide if she wants to weigh in. Yeah. I would Not that I don't want you here, honey. Love you. I would. <laughs> I would probably feel weird. I would feel weird if my wife, let's say, wanted to come down and sit down and watch. Um, I was, you know, I was thinking about that because uh, I was thinking about you know people trying to incorporate their girlfriends, wives, and whatnot, and I think Dan 
and you, Jason, are the only two people that I know who have not tried to do that. I've ac- I've no. asked her. I have asked her. Would I, would you be interested in playing? No. No. Yeah. See, I'm sitting here yeah, thinking like, about it. And from, like, based on the very little that I actually know about your wife, I, I'm pretty sure she thinks you're a huge nerd. No, I, she, <laughs> no, she's she definitely. Oh, my I, girlfriend I, calls me that all the time. But my wife is also kind of a nerd, Mark. She loves. Star She'd Trek. have to be. She loves Star Trek. She loves Star Wars. Uh, that's the thing, though. I don't see her sitting in on one, and no. I don't see Sandy sitting in on one. But I can see Jen doing it. She has. She I has. remember. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 she, and she's tried it. She just doesn't like yeah. it. Yeah. But she would blend. I mean, she would fit in our group, basically. I think. Yeah, but that's because but, she just finds someone to endlessly ask questions of the entire evening. And, yeah. And, and, but, she, and she's she's <laughs> also really good at hanging with us as we bag on each other. She yes. could, oh yeah, that's what she I mean. She could bag be with the best of us, right? Throwing her punches as quick right. as we would. But and I think uh, my girlfriend would actually enjoy the gaming part of it. I think she really would. But do I want her here? No. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's always been been my thing when it, when it comes to uh, specifically girlfriends and wives is like game night is guys night out. You know, that's yeah. you know, it's time for the guys to get together away from the wives, away from the kids. Even though I have neither neither of those things. Well, see, like Jordan, she's been wanting. You know, she likes staying here. Well, she lives with me basically, but on Wednesday nights, I make her go to her mom's. You know, because I don't want that distraction here. Right. Her yelling down the steps. Or well, something. that was the other thing I meant to I meant to bring up. Was well, I was when we used to game in Brian's basement, and his kids would come downstairs. Yeah. And would distract Matt, and I think I think a lot of it was Matt was throwing himself on a grenade. Yeah. He would voluntarily take the kids back upstairs and goof around, and goof around with, with them and play with yeah. them just to get them out of the basement so we could keep playing. I think I think Matt was cool with that, but mm. man, Brian, Brian's kid drove a, kids drove us up the wall. Yeah. I, and I know if if we were playing at my house, my kids would do the same thing. Yeah, because they'd want to know what are they doing in there. Right, what are they doing? So. Can't you, you can't explain these things. You, you either know what it is or you don't. Right, and it's either who you are or it's not. Here's yeah. a here's a unique situation that we don't have, but I, I I'm sure that other gaming groups do. Let's say there's a female already in the gaming group and has already been accepted into the gaming group. And in the process of the game, the, the female player's character and one of the other male characters develop this in-character relationship. Then all of a sudden, the guy brings his girlfriend or wife in Ooh, and has to sit there and watch that. Yeah, not cool. Yeah, that would, that would, so, so it basically is like we, we go ahead and we let Greg bring his wife to the game. Well, okay, and we, she gets to watch Greg flirt with Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but let's say that person joins the game and then you know would have to be able to watch their significant other you know in game be with someone else and you know the the whole why aren't you like that with me or why aren't you doing this why aren't you why doesn't your character love my character that kind of stuff and i think that's cuz your character's a troll yeah it's in, it's an insecurity <laughs> that uh, that some non gamers usually show when they first try and sit in on a game you know, I remember Brian did it a couple of times with different girlfriends who he tried to have sit down and game. Oh, yeah. And okay, well, our characters are in love, and it's, and we're like, oh, that's freaking lame, you know. <laughs> so, but you know, when you're when you're young and in love, that's all you want to do is you you love the person that you're involved with, but you also love your game, and you want to integrate the two. Yeah. And you don't understand why your friends aren't hip to that. Yeah, you know, it's like all I want to do is put the two things that I love together, and it'll be great. And it usually isn't. Well, most of the time that with Brian, that devolved into going over to his his 
bedroom part of the basement, and then we didn't see him the rest of the night. Well, they were role playing. <laughs> it was live action. Live was action role playing. LARP tra- travel or the uh, tavern oh, LARP lunch. action. Yes. Uh, uh, lack of cosplay. <laughs> Reverse cosplay. Reverse cosplay. <laughs> we're taking our costumes off, and then we play. We got it, Mark. I'm, I'm trying to come up with a phrase here. He's <laughs> working it out. I, I, it's unfortunate, but I, it's just difficult to incorporate new people into, into any an dynamic. established yeah. group of friends it doesn't matter what you're doing you know introducing you know a new girlfriend even if you're not a gamer even if it's like at a barbecue right you know it's just hard to incorporate new people it's uh i was trying to think of a hypothetical but then then i I hit on the hypothetical that i was thinking of actually happened your sister eric yeah married deuce yes who it turned out he was a gamer and we kind of incorporated him into our group right well, that was before and they were it was all downhill from there. Yes, it was. Which came, which came first, the chicken or the egg in that? Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Did Deuce meet you no. before? No, 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 no. no. So Mandy was I, no, the actually, 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 Deuce, uh, Deuce and Mandy were, were dating, and he moved in with her when she was still living at my dad's house. And I came home one weekend and was like, who's this fuzzy-headed dude sitting on the couch? And it was Deuce. <laughs> His sister was actually working at the bank my wife works at, and we met at a Christmas party. And I told him, hey, you should come play with us. Right. And I think that's how it actually started. Yeah, because then, like, the next week, I think Mandy, like, mentioned it to my wife. And my wife said, you know, you need to go tell him that he can come play with you. I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. So I guess, I guess you have me to blame for that. Yeah, it's all he, your fault. Right. <laughs> he, he has me to blame for uh, giving him his nickname because I didn't want to have two Eric's running around. <laughs> and no, we're still not calling you Ace. Yes. No. And on that note, <laughs> Ace out. Follow us on Twitter. We're at Gamers Table. Like us on Facebook. Listen to us on iTunes. Or on Stitcher. Check out some other great shows affiliated with us at rpgcrosstalk.webs.com. You have been listening to Gamers Table, a registered trademark side tangent productions. Visit us at gamerstable.com. Products and intellectual properties discussed during this podcast are properties of their respective owners. This production is for entertainment purposes only. Any commercial broadcast is prohibited without written consent from Excitangent Productions.